0: hey y'all welcome to the moving with millennials podcast with your favorite millennial realtors we are four top producing agents
1: in the dfw area and we are ready to share the good bad and the real life of real estate
2: whether you're thinking about getting into real estate already an agent or just curious about what your agent really does join us
3: tune in every wednesday to see what it's really like to be on this side of the transaction hey
0: y'all welcome to another
3: episode of moving with millennials
0: today we are talking about a market update it's it, we're seeing some changes, so it's yes. a good time yeah. to yes. update y'all and just kind of talk over what we're seeing. Yeah, y'all are
3: gonna have to update me a little bit. Yeah. I've, I've been listening and I've been like paying attention to y'all's texts and seeing what's happening. But it sounds like things are changing and they're changing quickly. Definitely, yeah. very quick and faster than we thought they were. For sure, like yeah. Yeah. drastically,
1: yeah. Afternoon. And you'll be able to tell us since you're the granny of the group, like, you know, (laughs) but it's okay. Like, I know you can talk about different trends that you've seen being in real estate. Yeah.
3: Yeah, because the the changes y'all are talking about, it's like, it's so funny because we're talking about from, like, what, six months ago, a year ago, what that looked like to versus now looks really different. Even a couple weeks
2: ago. Even a couple weeks ago.
3: I would say say, say a month. Wow. A month drastically. So I think because of how quickly it changed, that's why there's such a a shock, I think, with this change. And I feel like we've had a shock and change. But now it's like, this is even more of a change than we thought.
1: I started feeling it when one of my listings went live. And I thought it was, like, the price point, like, because it was a little, I mean... I thought we'll it was price, about, but it w- I, so I don't what,
3: think it was. So what is happening right now? Like, tell me a little bit of what's happening. And I want to hear y'all's experiences of what's happening. Yeah.
2: So I think the first thing to, like to acknowledge is that rates went from like threes to sixes. And like, literally the faster you could like blink an eye. Yeah. Like, yeah. faster so than my fast. eye twitches when I get stressed. Like, it just was uh-huh. like that fast. And we
1: felt it like immediately. And yeah. I mean,
2: so it's like, you have to think about that immediately changes people's price points. Like yeah. If you're looking totally. at a $500,000 house at a 3% rate, you're suddenly then when it jumps to six, you're going to look, look at four fifty and below or four hundred. Yeah, I mean, It does, it shifts. Pay- yeah. To get the same payment. To get the same payment, yeah? So it's like, and if you've planned on having that payment, which most people, they shop by what their monthly payment is. be. Want exactly. monthly, yeah. Right. So then people are having to adjust what price points they're looking yeah. at. So if you have a listing that was sitting at the, you know, for some of the people that are looking at it, it's going to be at the top of their price point. Right. For some of the people, it's at the bottom and some people, it's the middle. You suddenly are losing... A third or you know yeah. percent of who could afford that house because now they can't afford that right. payment.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. So
2: listings like it's just it's a lot. Or they're lot. not
3: willing to make that payment anymore. Right. right.
2: So or- I feel like on so then listings are standing and then but the buyer pool has also shrank because then there are some people that are like, well, now if I can't afford that house, like I'm used to looking at this price point. And now, instead of going lower, I don't really like it. I'm just going to,
3: like, stay where I am. For sure. So, y'all are having that conversation right now with buyers? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: sellers. I've just prepped two of mine, like, just be prepared for, you know, to be on the market for at least
0: two weeks. Well, and 30 to 45 days is what they're saying. It's taking listings on the market to sit.
2: So, I was talking to another agent because, you know, mine that is sitting right now is in a neighborhood. It's It's a small neighborhood. The price point is really high. It's really further out. And there's, like... I think like seven or eight of us that have that all have listings that are just sitting. Yeah, and we're talking, you know, again like eight hundred to a million dollars. So yeah. um, you know, I was talking like one of the other agents, and she said, you know, what I've gone back and I'm looking at. She's like, I'm even looking at like how long like, comps to this neighborhood in, like, 2019. She's like, I'm going back, or, like, for 2020. She's like, I'm going back and, like, looking at days on market 2019. She said, but even then, she's like, rates were in the fours. Right. She said, and it was still taking 45 days for homes in this market. or In this neighborhood to sell. Mm -hmm. She's and that's at a 4%. So, she's like, so now, 4% in those homes back then were selling for $700,000 or $600,000. Now, they're hundreds of thousands dollars more, and... You know, two percent higher on price. But yeah. I'm telling people,
1: like, it may take months. So it's
2: now solved.
3: it's squeezing that buyer, yeah, pool yeah, right. just a little bit yeah. lower. But
1: we are still seeing like multiple offers over um, list price. It just really depends. Like, yeah, it's just there's not as many showings because there's not even. Is it better like the
3: price point maybe or In the area? area. So relaxation. the house itself, if it's a perfect house, like, you know, yes. when you walk into one of those houses in and it's like, well, yeah. yeah,
2: the same day that that one went live, that's been sitting. My other one went live that was in Dallas, a quarter mile, you know, around the corner from my condo, right on Royal Lane in Preston Hollow. And we got multiple offers and we're under contract. Yeah. Within, yeah. You know. So it's yeah.
0: all about location, price we're point. Yeah. This yeah. is also the first time though that I've ever seen where I'm able to get a house under contract below list because it's out the market for two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this one of our the home I yeah. walked through today, we it's out on the market for two and a half weeks, and so we knew we could go in a little bit lower. We went and negotiated back and forth for a little bit, but we ended up going. We get it, got it for forty under. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. we got concessions for. Nice. Super payers. Yeah. 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 So it's well, like,
2: and it's like we're having to be like now like on the listing. side, I'm having to be a creative so like, I'm following up with like agents when they've shown the house and I'm like you right. know by the way because my client is a lint well yeah so like my client understands like lending and mortgage or whatnot and you know kind of like our thing is like instead of doing a price reduction we would rather offer a concession and you buy down your rate but that's very really smart so it's like it's I don't part. we don't want to do a drop in price point mm-hmm. but we're willing to because it
3: could still appraise right it's yeah just, yeah so
2: and it will and it will appraise like mm-hmm. you know so it's like but like you know, following up with those buyer's agents and saying, like, if your client's even slightly interested, we're willing to kind of play ball and help them get a lower rate. Like, right. great, we'll help you yeah. out, buy it down. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll give you that, that concession so that you can do that. That's a great That's,
3: strategy. So, sure. yeah. So,
2: it's like, it's you now suddenly have to think on the listing side of things that, like, the three of us, mm-hmm. who've only been in you know, business for two years, the when pandemic, it's, like, crazy, yeah. yeah. We are, like, I, it's, like, it's forcing us to, like, be Learn, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. be the other, should, yeah, of the to be agent. savvy, learn yeah. how to be savvy agents. for sure.
1: Yeah, it's just different, like because yeah, this is the first time I've been in this like yeah. market.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, and so go ahead. No, I think this, especially what Jake
0: was saying, this is now I'm learning communication's always been key, mm-hmm. but now the follow ups and I've been um, reverse prospecting and I've been just it, the communication and following up with agents has been way more important Definitely. than previous because I mean you used to have one offer one day and then get three offers the next yeah. day and that's not happening so now we're kind of chasing those agents to be like hey hey yeah
2: yeah. well and even like I'm talking to those other agents about like hey like do we want to like chip in and do some sort of like community open house and there's like eight of us mm-hmm. and like open houses are slow out there but like if what can we do like maybe together drawing like drawing more people Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, like at least like maybe one or two of us will get some sort of yeah. out of it you know it's <laughs> For like sure. we're not suddenly going to find like nine million buyers in one day but like right. can we do something to like where we like that's, chip in and do like That'd an ice cream truck yeah. or something in the community. to like That's, get yeah. something, That's a great you know. Idea. And, like yeah. invite everyone, tell everyone in the community to like, hey, invite your friends and family that you want to move. Like, do we do something big? Like, For yeah. So agents working together. Like, yeah. No, yeah. I really had to do that.
3: Yeah. So two things kind of coming to my mind. First of all, what you guys are talking about is like learning how to be like those agents that are a little extra. I feel like, and I'm just going to put it out there, this market, this shift is going to push out a lot of agents. It's going to push out a lot of the agents that are sitting back and willing to do all the discounts and doing, you know, basically just putting a, a house on the market and letting it sit and hoping that it, it you know what I mean? Yeah. Doing nothing. Right. Or, um, you know, they're using their phone to take photos still. Sorry, yeah. but if you're doing it, Gosh. it's just a little bit different. So yeah. So I think we're realizing with listings now, like you, you, they're not just going to like sell just because they can't have foundation issues and all the things and still be selling. Right. right? Like, And you make a, you know, a good commission. So I feel like it's going to push out some agents. And then I also think, um, we're having to change our exp or our conversation and the expectations with our clients so quickly Mm -hmm. that this is going to make us have to be even better agents with communication. I've learned that, in the hard times, like when I have a listing that's either about to expire, because I feel like that, you know, we may start filling expired yeah. listings again. And I've had listings expire that go that long, because I, you know, when you get into when you're in the market, and even if you're doing price reductions and all that, just it won't sell for whatever reason, you know, um, or the market or whatever it is. But I feel like we're gonna go through more of um, those hard conversations with clients, and while they suck to have those conversations, I feel like that's what's going to make you a better agent at overall because you're, you're able to have those conversations or you're learning how to stick to your guns and be confident in what you're saying and, you know, learn you know, that lingo, if you will. Um, I don't think that's something you can learn until you like get into that. So while I'm not saying y'all's listings aren't going to sell, I hope that they do. And I think that, you know, even 30 days is still a great time because we talk about like, you know, market in 2015, 16, 30 days was, I mean, great. We still had three, we had three months inventory. So even if the house was on the market for 90 days, it still was going to sell. That wasn't like it was, yeah, 90 days is quite a bit of time, but it wasn't like, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like, you know, we, we saw 30 days and we're like, well, at least it's not 90 days. Now yeah. we're like, oh man, it's not selling in two days. We're not 30 days. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's all perspective and what the market's doing. I think with how quickly it changed, that's why it's also kind of taking a lot of agents kind of a back of how quickly it changed because it wasn't a progression where we went from, you know, two days on the market to maybe four or five days on the market, then a week on the, like being normal. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It went from two days to now 30 days, it sounds like, is kind of that new average for the area. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to make us all better agents. Yeah, yeah, definitely. For
2: some of my buyer clients that have like been on the fence, I'm also kind of reminding them, the people that got those really low rates, they also paid for it in a way. Like, you paid to play ball, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, you went way over contract price. Right. You didn't get any concessions. Right. You couldn't ask for any repairs. It's like... No You... you well, you did... You had to... You gave that Yeah, you the, gave, you, gave yeah. you let people live in your house for two months for free. It's like yeah. You pretty much just, like, had to do anything you could to get the house. To yeah. keep that right. You to know, to, no, to get that to. right. So, it's like, well, now, like... You're not going to have to do all of those things, which really do like there's value to that. So it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, you may have a higher rate, but like the amount of money cash up front that you may not be having to spend because it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, like you may not be having to, you know, do that appraisal or you won't be having to do that appraisal waiver and bring extra cash and that kind of that kind of craziness. It's like you're not having to like pay to play as much right right right. now. Yeah, you do have a higher rate. That can always be adjusted in the future if the rates do rates go back and down. Refinance. And if they don't go down, then at least you bought when it was a 6 and not when it goes back up to like an 8 or a 9 or a yeah. 10 or yeah. whatever else it could possibly go up to.
0: And I think this is important for us to educate our clients yeah. on, right? Like this is still historically a low rate. For us we've seen the 2%. So this is scary because now it's up 4%, right. but it's still historically I posted that thing yesterday of like historically the 30 years. I mean there's been interest rates at double this price. Yeah. I yeah. mean so yes it is hard to mentally shift your think thinking that this is still a low rate. Right. Um, but it is historically low yeah. and like you said you can refinance right. if it goes back down. What well is that, the new cent-
3: or the um,
0: Marry
3: the,
2: uh, or marry, marry the house, date the <laughs> date rate. Date the
3: rate. My gosh, that's so cliche. That's yeah. why all the lenders keep coming. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, and Jake, you kind of made me think that that's a great strategy of like, yes, you no longer putting 50000 over asking to get the house, but maybe you're putting an extra 10000 into buying down the rate. Like you can buy down your rate. I know we didn't talk about that really before because it used to be cheap to borrow money when you were at the 2%. Like why would you buy it down when you are really already so low? But if you have a 6% rate and you want to buy it down to a 4%, you know, what's that going to cost? It's essentially in my mind the same as if you were to put that money over asking. Right. 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 Yeah. So, So if you
2: still have the extra cash, there's definitely still ways that you can do that. I think right now... Almost this market is, in a way, it's more friendly for the buyers that didn't have the extra cash to compete in the previous market. this one, it's like... But they can afford
3: the monthly payment Right,
2: yeah. They can still afford the monthly payment or maybe adjust their price point that they're looking at and keep their same monthly payment, but they don't have all that cash to compete. This is now still a time that they can still buy and they still should. Yeah, right. if, If they... Yeah. yeah. They're
3: still in the market. Yeah. So I think it's definitely um, conversations to like like ex- setting that expectation with the client. And then like, um, Brandy, like you were saying, like, you know, we just saw these 2% interest rates. So now we're like freaked out by the 6%. But it's like, when have we ever seen 2% interest rates? Yeah. One time probably in any, well, our lifetimes in the last 30 yeah. years or more. Right. But even then, so what does that make you think that we're going to ever get back to 2%? So it's like, go ahead and take the 6%. Yeah. Because I don't think we're ever getting back we're to the two percent. Just are. like with prices, it's a mind shift. Yeah. You know, we're looking at you know three hundred, four hundred thousand being the first time homebuyer price point. Now we're never getting back to one fifty, two hundred yeah. price points. Wow. So just put that in your head, kind of right. thing. Yeah. Well, right. And going through
0: the recession,
3: I read a style yesterday that.
0: Every recession, homes have appreciated 4 to 6%. There's only two recessions, one in the 90s and then one in 2008, Mm -hmm. where homes didn't appreciate. So, I mean, if you are able to make an educated decision versus an emotional decision, right, right, this is still a really good time to buy. And there's a ton of homes that are on the market. Mm -hmm. You have options. Right. right. It's a
3: good time to buy. So, I guess then not to like wrap it up, but like what you're, what we're kind of saying, like, do we think that we're going to head in into like, we are clearly like in a shift, but like recession, are we using that word? Like we're in a recession.
2: I think, you know, most economists are starting to use it for sure. Yeah. Um, and saying kind of like so not prepare, just... hold on to your cash. Basically. Yeah. Like we were kind of all individually talking about, off air, so this isn't off just m- yeah. real isn't, estate, though. Right. Not just real estate. You know, and I think you see that with inflation, you that's globally. You know, every mm-hmm. country is dealing with that. Mm-hmm. There's just so many factors that have affected the global markets that it's like, yeah, it's like, your dollar's not worth as much as it was, right. you know, six weeks right. ago. And, and so,
0: and this is where we were talking about holding on to your cash. Right. And yeah. I think right now it, it, it is a good time to buy, right? Real estate's one of the best investments, long-term, it's gonna,
3: long-term investments you can make, but holding on to that cash is yeah. going to be important. Yeah. Yeah. On the flip well, side. And even if, if you're a real estate agent listening too, like holding on your cash, like we talk about, like we're in a business where, you know, it's up and great one, you know, for a couple months and then you may not sell anything for a few months. So it's like being able to, uh, you know, take the money that you're making now and make it last through like that hard time, those are the agents that are going to be able to um, sustain through the shift. And um, so we were using the word recession, but we're not saying it's going to crash, right? No no, 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 no. None of us no. think it's going to crash. No, gosh, so no. that's no. also another thing cool. to kind of bring up. Because 2008, the market crashed. Right. Like it literally crashed.
0: We're not. I think we're just seeing a slowdown. We're, we're gonna seeing, seeing a plateau. Yes. 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 Which I think we needed. We needed. We wanted. Needed it. uh-huh. So
3: it's like there's this. Um, it's kind of a bittersweet right now. Like mm. we're like stressed that our listings aren't moving as quickly. And we're having that hard conversation with sellers, but at the same time, we're like, but it's better mm. with our buyers. Right, so it's yeah. like we do. We do want.
1: This. And both of my sellers need to buy. So I'm like, it's, you know,
3: I mean, you, I, like I've said before, you always are buying in the market you're selling in, yeah. you're selling in the market you're buying mm-hmm. in. So do you want the market to crash? And in- yeah, <laughs> no? yeah right.
2: Exactly. I was reading an article that was, it was put together by several economists. Who we're talking about how, you know, the recession that we're going to, how it's going to be different than a couple of the others specifically talking about, you know, within the housing market, what that looks like is normally there's like four stages in the housing market and that, one of those, which is typically the one that goes hand in hand with going into recession, is hyper supply. And they said that we have skipped that and mm-hmm. we do not have a hyper supply, we still have a demand that's outpacing supply. Mm-hmm. So, although the overall economic market may be heading into recession, the housing market isn't going to crash because mm-hmm. there simply are not enough houses, right? Yeah, We're and safe. it's not just that like resale mm-hmm. houses, but they're saying builders, builders because of COVID are, are, are still. Catching up thousands and thousands of starts behind where they should be and it's yeah. so, like we literally will just that they're they're saying like not only like we haven't hit that yet but they're like saying like it's kind of impossible for us to hit that hyper supply yeah. mark and so it's like this housing cycle is gonna be different than yeah. anyone before because yeah. we can't we just can't catch up to demand Yeah, yeah. which
0: i think might benefit us yeah well, I, a I mean little i think bit. It,
2: it does you know because again like it does still make it a, a good time to buy and sell because you know Really, at this point, both sides, you know, have wins and losses right. that they're going to take, and so I feel like that's a more fair market um, than just like the buyers having to like do whatever they yeah, can. For um, sure, but yes, yeah, so it's it's just different because we're not going to have that oversupply.
3: Do you know? Do we know how many months inventory there are right now? Like, I haven't. kept I haven't, yet. I haven't looked okay. at that
2: stat. I think it's like going to vary a lot by area. Sure. Mm-hmm. You
0: know,
3: okay. Um, I'd be interested. Yeah, to and see price where the. Cur- yeah, oh yeah, I think yeah, makes, I think it's almost too hard
0: to tell right now just cuz we're in the beginning of that shift but we could look at the that's, numbers. that's yeah. true. It's stuff. probably
3: still very skewed right now. Yeah. And they probably don't know what the what the what is cuz we're in it right now. Right. Yeah. We're building that new um, It'd be interesting normal to see, like, for once
2: numbers come out like in August right. kind of, like mm-hmm. what what they were for like mm-hmm. July. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be cuz it really was like the last like a week or two uh, the, like the last weeks of June were still okay but then mm-hmm. it's like if you hit the market that last week of June or first yeah. week of July hmm. or no middle no, of sorry, June No, sorry, May. Middle. No, 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 no the yeah. end of May beginning of June yes. that's, last, yes, yes. that's when I was out of town wow. like if you hit, so like,
3: literally as soon as I gave birth the market just yeah. changed yeah. Yeah. seriously <laughs> yeah. Yeah. changed yeah. the world Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it was like if you
2: hit that first week of June that's like uh, the week that rates skyrocketed yeah. and, and I feel like it almost like stopped for, like a couple of days. I literally like the world
0: stopped turning. Like
2: it was like real estate, kind of like everyone was like, yeah. "Whoa, what is going to happen?"
0: Yeah. For that first weekend of June. June,
2: it was so weird. Like, yeah. I want to know what the showing count for that
1: first weekend
0: of right. June was
1: because well,
2: it was low. It, it will
0: be interesting to see what happens in the fall, right? Because yeah. typically like, are yeah, busy summer is our busiest month. So now, as we shift from summer into fall, after we've seen this huge shift from kind of the end of spring, beginning of summer into summer. How is it going to vary Yeah, yeah. Like this, this coming up season?
1: And yeah. pulling comps for one of these listings that just went live, it was so crazy to see, like, the May ones that went under contract so quickly. Multiple offers, deadlines, yeah. or whatever. And then the comps that were, like, you know, the last few weeks yeah. didn't have deadlines. I'd, like reach out to the, the agent. The days of market yeah. going Yeah. yeah. The so the actives
3: agent. you probably actually saw more yeah. actives There's,
1: than, yeah. Yeah. There's several active yeah. like
3: yeah. Yeah. yeah lots. I think yeah. from the
2: agent perspective, like you said, holding on to your cash, this is also a really important time to look at your expenses. Um, and see like what money do I have going out that maybe I don't need to be spending at this point. Mm -hmm. Like get ahead of the curve before Mm -hmm. your money starts feeling tight, like while you're still feeling good right now coming off of like crazy good Mm -hmm. seasons. Like look at it right now and say like, okay, where can I really like cinch my belt basically? Well,
3: I feel like in 2020 when like COVID hit and stuff like that, this is the conversation like Gary Keller was having and like other big top dog um, real estate agents, you know, or or people in the real estate industry were talking about this shift. I think that all of a sudden we had this, like That you know, in 2020 was a slow because everybody was like trying to figure out, you know, what is this life? It's new, it's different, but we still had fine years in 2020. And then 2021, we almost all got this like crazy, like, here you go, great, you know, it's great, everything's great right now, everything's great, every future's great, Mm -hmm. and all this. And then 2022 hit, and it was kind of like reality of like the back, you know, and this is not just the real estate market, but every industry. Brian's going through it with his job right now, where it's like all this stuff that happened in 2020 is now playing. Into 2022, right. because there's now, you know, pieces missing and parts missing and right. labor shortage and all the things. So I feel like even in the real estate industry, now we're feeling that back effect or that whiplash to where this is it's the shift. for this sure. This is the, yeah, the this is the, the shift yeah. that all those, you know, top I, real estate agents people were talking yeah.
2: about i feel like this is the shift that like we thought we were going to feel because of covid and it ended up being the right. reverse right we,
3: and then we realize we're like oh maybe we're fine and yeah then, yeah
2: and but it's like now like like really like, in reality it's like this is the what whipl- we should have been feeling i yeah, feel like, like
3: the title whatever. of this episode actually i just thought about it should be market whiplash yeah yeah it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> <That's laughs> like, a good one it's line. a whiplash yeah yeah, yeah. And it, and it is, and I think that this is a correction too, with the everything know. going on. Because I mean, how sustainable was the market yeah, we were just coming out of? <laughs> like, was Not. It, it was crazy, and it wasn't well, even how just sustainable.
2: Was it for any of us working? Yeah, work? it's, well, it's well, seriously it's it wasn't
3: sustainable nice. for real estate agents, but it also wasn't sustainable for us as homeowners either. Like the price increases and everything, like it was getting out of hand. So this is kind of that correction, and I think it's going to plateau and do. I don't think it's going to reverse back to. Post- 20 or pre 2020 um, pricing, but I think we're going to slowly get to like now that now we have a baseline of what our new norm is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: so it's love it, yeah. Interesting. And I think for us newbies, or like not newbies, but like the ones that have only experienced, you know, like yeah, we had like 2019, it was we like 2019,
3: 2019 wasn't like end of it two, two, was kind of normal but, for us, yeah. but
2: then like experiencing 2020 and 2021 and beginning of 2022, it's like yeah. it's so different now that, yeah. I think mentally for us, is going to be like it's the it's the shift we have to make mentally and yeah. like, okay, mm-hmm. these are the things I'm going to have to, like, kind of, like, sharpen my pencil yeah. and, like, really think about this kind of stuff and stuff. Yeah.
3: Like but, I said, I think it's going to make y'all, well, all of us, it's going to make all of us better agents. It's going to make, um, yeah, once we get through, like, this part of the shift and it gets back to, like, a norm and, like, you know, more balanced of a market, then all of a sudden we're going to go, holy moly, like, this is great because we just went through what seemed like, you know, a storm. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound like we're ending it on a a good. I know. Yeah. So anyways,
3: (laughs) if you're looking to buy our summer.
1: (laughs)
2: Yeah, if
0: Business you,
1: if, is still happening. It's just,
2: yeah. It's, it's the
0: realistic. It's, just we, it's the real, real, yeah. right? right? We it real. If you have questions or if you have concerns, you can always reach out to us, comment. I want to know, yeah. Share our, our posts. Yeah, I does. mean, I'm
3: assuming this is happening in every market right now. We're in DFW, so and it's the beginning of July, by the way, so that's when we're kind of doing this market update. But I would love to know what you're feeling. Are you feeling the same thing as us? What market are you in? Is Are things kind of different? Give us your stories. You know, we yeah, talked yeah. about listing, sitting, and all that kind of stuff. Or if you've been an agent, you know, I've been in since 2013, but if you've been in it about the same or longer or anything like that, well, I want to know. I would love to maybe even bring in someone who yeah. went through the shift from 2008. Yeah. And kind of yeah, say, guest, oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. we do have a Oh, we're doing that. Great. Perfect. Because right. I want to see what, you know, how they got through that kind of uh, mentally, but also survived, if you will, as a real estate agent. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Well, awesome. We'll see you guys again. Perfect. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.